Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky, and welcome back to our 2021 season preview series. Today, we'll be going with Team 13 from the 2020 season, the Manly Warringah Seagulls. When we saw Manly last, seven wins, 13 losses, and a 13th place finish. The big storyline heading into 2021 is the health of Tom Travojevic. When he misses time with Manly, how can they compete is the question. Since the start of the 2019 campaign, Manly have played 15 games without Tommy Turbo, winning only six. When he plays, they've won 14 of 19. It's a huge gap that Manly needs to find. If Tom Turbo needs to miss games, whether through origin period with rep duties or with injury, how can the team attack, score points, and compete on a weekly basis? We're saying that let's look at what's new for 2021 Manly. The gains, Josh Alloway, Kieran Foran, Andrew Davey, and Jason Saab. And some very big losses, Adam Fanua-Blake, Joel Thompson, Brendan Elliott, Danny Levi, and Corey Waddell. Two injuries to monitor, they do welcome back Tommy Turbo and Dylan Walker back in the side who missed a chunk of the season. With the gains and losses, let's look at my potential starting 17 for the Sea Eagles. At fullback, Tom Travojevic. On the wings, Jason Saab, Ruben Garrick. In the centres, Moses Suli and Dylan Walker. In the halves, Kieran Foran with Daly Cherry Evans. Props, Martin DePau and Josh Alloy with Lachlan Croker at hooker. The back row, Jack Gajewski, Curtis Sirinan and Jake Travojevic. The bench, Cade Cast, Andrew Davey, Taniela Paseca and Sean Kepi with coach Des Hasler. Looking at the squad, there's some interesting squad battles to go over. I think the biggest one here would probably be who's going to grab the number nine jersey. Obviously with Fine who's still out, suspended by the NRL. It does leave Manly without a designated number nine. Right now, they will go with Lachlan Croker or Cade Cust. But I hit rumours of potentially Kieran Four and going back into the nine. I don't really see it. I think it's going to be one of those Croker or Cust who will come in there, cement the spot, and play there for the season. The other interesting uh, position group to look at is the centres. I've got Moses Suli and Dylan Walker starting, but you have got Brad Parker and Morgan Harper. Some very different offerings of what you want. Obviously, Moses Suli, a game broker who can win the game by himself in some instances. Dylan Walker, last year's 5'8", back into the centres where he originally started his career. Brad Parker, a very good defensive centre. And Morgan Harper, who we showed in limited time last year that he is a game breaker in his own right. So very interesting. There are two centre spots. I think there's four capable guys who can fill the spot. So I've got Moses Suli. It's his spot to lose. I think he earned it after last season. And Dylan Walker, I think just with the, the pedigree, you need to start him in the in the starting 17 somewhere. So I've got him at centre and see how he goes there. Lastly, I do also think the number 11 jersey, the hole left by Joel Thompson is a huge one. I have got Jack Jesse who's been in the system for a couple of seasons. I have got him starting in there. Uh, but obviously, Andrew Davey is there. The other option, moving Alloway back into the second row and Paseca starting. Some things to build on for this side. I think the biggest thing is uh, uh, start of the season healthy. I think last season were ravaged with injuries in key spots, uh, obviously with the suspension of Finu as well. I think starting the season healthy, seeing what you have, experimenting with some lineups is what Des will need to do to see where he can get this squad. Uh, obviously, I think the other thing is uh, some attacking experience in Kieran Foran back into the side. I think while Kay Cast did a good job and obviously Dylan Walker at the start of the season, I think that partnership, obviously, haven't played uh, with each other in a long time, but Kieran Foran and Tally Cherry Evans know each other. I think it's a very good thing where you saw 
last season for the Bulldogs when Kieran Forrell was on the field. He was able to spark the attack for a team that did not have as much talent as this. So I think pressure off Daly Cherry Evans. I think Kieran Forrell could take a more vocal approach into organising the plays. I think it does free up Daly Cherry Evans for a bit of a running game. And obviously free him up for some last tackle options with the kick. It's not going to be so zoned in the Cherry Evans this season. I think Kieran Foran is a massive pickup. Some younger options across the park, like I did say, the the center battle as well as the second row battle. I think there are some some players that can come in there. Jason Saab as well, replacing Jorge Tufua, who is still recovering from his injury. Um, but I think just slowly getting younger across the pack, obviously with the exception of Kieran Foran, because you've got Schuster who can come in as well. But I think it's a good blend of experience with some young players coming through that can really... Uh, make a difference to this team. And lastly, the things to build on is Des Hasler. I think from what we're seeing with Des, especially at Manly, his size don't get kept. Look at what happened over last season. I think he's going to take this off season and really see what he's got. In the preseason, I think he'll formulate with some different options. And I think, look, I'm not going to bet against Des Hasler. What's missing? I think obviously, like I did say, the hooker is a big one. In 2021, you do need a hooker to really steer the team around and make sure you're on the right foot. Going with two number sixes traditionally who are going to try and play this nine jersey. It has worked in the past for some teams. It is a risk. So I've just got that as a flag. The rest of the team, I haven't got many doubts about it, but hooker is a big one. So if they don't go far in the season, I do think hooker will come back to shine itself as a problem there. And like I said in the opener, if Tom Turbo is not playing, how can Manly survive? I think... For me, Brendan Elliott was a capable backup at the one. You've now lost him, so who's now going to slide back into that one jersey if Turbo does miss time? And I think very important for Kieran Vore and Daly Chevrons not to try and zone in all their attack around Turbo while he's on the field. I think you've got to start building some combinations. Obviously, he's one of the best attacking players in the comp, so he's going to be featured very prominently. But I think you can't limit yourself to say, give the Turbo the ball and see what happens. In saying that as well, can we get Jake Trevojevic back into the form from a couple of seasons ago? I think too much last year. He was offloading before the line and tackling, which obviously he does he does very well. But I think the Jake Trevojevic needs to get his head through the defensive line, quick play the balls, taking the ball to the line, maybe the wraparound offload. There's a couple of things in his game that I do want to kind of see return this season. So can both Trevojevic boys, one, stay on the field, and two, not be the only attacking options for this Manly team. In saying that, let's look at the 2021 predictions I have for the Manly Seagulls. I have got them finishing in 8th place. I can't go against a Desi side to miss the finals two years in a row. In this process, I've had them as high as 7th. I've had them as low as 12th. Obviously, that's dependent if Turbo does miss time. But as I keep coming back to it, there's talent in the squad, especially in the spine, minus hooker. There's some good front row options still. And you have got Des as the coach. So look, I'm going to say that he's going to piece it all together. And I think he's going to get the job done. There's some players. I think Daly Cherry Evans, that was a very important origin series. Obviously, Cam Munster got a lot of the press after game three, but Daly Cherry Evans did play well. So I think for him, one, the state, the title as the captain, I think for me, he's going to be leaps and bounds better into this season. I think the confidence from that, as well as coming in with the healthy squad, bounce back season potential, I think it's all sitting there for Daly Cherry Evans of a huge season. The top point scorer, I've got Ruben Garrick, obviously with the goal kicking, but he'll be on the end of some very good uh, set pieces on the wing, as he always does. He's a great finisher. Top try scorer, I've got Tom Trevojevic. If he's going to be on the park, he's 
he scores tries. I think looking back at last season, the game against the Bulldogs, some of those, when he's swinging around the back or coming on the inside, it's just so hard to stop him, especially when he gets that mindset of running downhill, when he gets a, a healthy side. And look, a couple of seasons ago against the Dragons, there was a game at Brookie where he just took the the kick returns straight through, broke three tackles, and just when he gets in his huge strides, there's no stopping Tommy Turbo. So for me, it's one of those things. It's it's very upsetting to kind of think of Tom Turbo's career as can he stay on the park because we just know the talent's there. So he just needs to stick together. Hopefully, I'm praying, or NRL fans should be praying, we get a healthy Tom Trebojevich season and he can stay on the park and light it up. MVP, I've got Marty Tapao. I think Fanua Blake is a huge loss. Obviously, Josh Alloy coming to the club. Taniela Paseco, you saw what he did last season. The heart and soul of this team in the four-pack is going to be to Powell. When he puts the team on his back, there's not many better in terms of a front row option that can just say, get on my back and I'll, I'll charge forward for you. So, Marty to Powell, I've got him as the MVP there. Most improved, I have got Cade Cust. Whether Kieran Foran lasts the whole season at six, whether he, Lachlan Croker moves out of the nine, I think Haycuss is going to eventually break his way into that starting 13 somehow. And from the last two seasons, when he does get on the field, the quality's there. So I think Haycuss is a surefire, going to finish that the year in the somewhere in the 13 there. And I think it'll be a driving force towards why Manly gets into the finals. And once they're in the finals, a player like Haycuss, who can literally just make a play like that and get into the open field, make a break for someone... They're very important. Obviously, Manly's got a couple of those right now, but why not add another one in? He's young. He's going to be there. Obviously, like I said, you have got some other options there. Dylan Walker can easily move back into the six. Schuster can come into the six. But I think for me, out of all the options that are there, I think Haycuss is going to be the one at the end of the season who we think that was the guy. And most disappointing, I'm going to have to give it to Josh Alloway, only because I think the gap that he's going to try and fill uh, with the hole left by Adam Fanua Blake I think it's been a bit too much for him. I think, look, he's a great player. And in that Tigers team last season, he was showing very good flashes of some go forward. But for me, when you're replacing one of the one of the top three props in the game, which uh, I do think Fanua Blake is, I think uh, Manly fans will always be hoping, can he replace, you know, 90 to 100% of it? I don't really see it. But again, he's a great player. So very well might be able to come in. And it's a happy one for me if I'm wrong. So... That's my season preview, guys, for Manly for 2021. Our next episode will be the St. George Illawarra Dragons, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers.